0: Hi, this is Nancy Miller from My Creative Life, and today I'm interviewing Josh Cleland, who is an illustrator based out of Portland, Oregon. Hi, Josh. How are you doing today?
1: Hello. Good. How's it going?
0: Great. Great. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today.
1: Of course. Of course. Happy to be here.
0: Well, Josh, could you tell the audience a little bit about yourself?
1: Um. Yeah, sure. So I am. I am um, an illustrator. Uh, like I said, I'm I live out of Portland, Oregon. I'm actually in Beaverton, just a couple miles out of Nike, okay. um, so in the metro area. And uh, I've basically I've grown up here my whole life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I started my uh, full time design studio practice, whatever you want to call it, back in 2009 January. Wow. Um, back then it was yeah. Best, back then it was mostly graphic design work. Okay. Um, but I always knew I wanted to be an illustrator, an artist. So uh, it just it's it's uh, slowly transitioned over the last eleven or so years. And so now I'm I do mostly uh, uh, illustration for like the kids market, children's books, uh, highlights magazines, uh, puzzles, things like that. Um, but also do like corporate stuff as well.
0: Oh wow! So. Wow. And so yeah. can you tell us a little bit about your early memory about when you first started realizing, "Hey, I'm 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 good <laughs> at this. I would love to be an artist."
1: Yeah. Well, um, you know, I when I was a kid, I think I, I remember maybe I was about 10 years old. I uh I just, you know, just like any kid at the time, um, loved drawing like Bart Simpson mm. and uh Teenage Mutant Turtles. And these cartoons just came out back then, Mm. so um, everybody was drawing them. And and then I just started. My dad one day he was like, "Why don't you create your own characters?" So so I started doing. I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know I could do that." So I started doing that, and you know, and never since then I've just been, um, I've just been drawing. You know, I've I've always wanted to. Back then, I wanted to be a cartoonist. uh, You know, draw like a comic strip in the in the the papers, and um, just kind of progress from there.
0: So. Well, awesome. Well, I can definitely see that your work is geared towards the children's book market. It's very, very appealing. I love the textures. I love the colors. Um, um, Thank you. Yeah, so I can definitely see you doing really well in that market. Um, so out of all the different kinds of artwork that you do, by far, what's your favorite? Has there been like a favorite?
1: Uh, well, I feel like all of my work is mostly, it's in a very similar vein. It just might be used in different aspects. So mm-hmm. right now I'm really having a fun time doing children's books. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. I don't know if I have a favorite, but right now I just, I just, I love it so much. I love the, I love um, telling a story with my illustrations for really getting a chance to really flesh something out in a full 32 page book or whatever, however long it, it is. Um, I love like working with like the publisher and taking the manuscript and the manuscript says one thing and really like fleshing it out and really like bringing life to it and um, bringing life to the characters and things like that. It's always fun. So
0: Wow. Yeah. I saw one of the picture books you had on your um, website and it just looked like so much fun and that you have a very, um, you have a way with animals. I especially love that because I love drawing animals and stuff and it's humorous and it's fun for little kids. And, um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about your children's book process? Like, so you get the manuscript, are you doing, you know, tons of thumbnails or how do you, how do you get that, you know, your characters? Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah, typically, uh, typically it starts with like thumbnails. Um, yeah, I might just read through the manuscript, make some rough doodles, in the actual manuscript. Uh, then I go to thumbnails, which pretty small, try to do, be really rough with it. Um, lately, I've been doing almost all of that on the iPad. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, I just flesh it out from there. I work with the art director, depending on the art, some art directors like to work differently. So I just kind of like, you know, change my, my approach based mm. on the art director. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, and then we, and then we pick the uh, thumbnails and what that really does is establish like point of view, the rhythm of the book, which is another really fun part of it. Um, I love doing thumbnails just cause like your mind just totally wanders and you can really quickly get some ideas down on the, on the, on the, on the page and, um, and explore a lot of different ideas. And so, um, yeah, so you really get the rhythm of the book, a lot like storyboarding Um, for like a movie and then, and then you just kind of tighten them up from there. Um, move on to sketches and then final artwork. So pretty kind of straightforward.
0: How, how long would you say the whole entire process takes you from, from your thumbnails to the finished, um, deliverables?
1: Um, You know the one. There's a book on my website. Uh, I want a real bike in Oregon. I, I think that one. took. Yeah, that one took about six to seven months. Okay. Um, some of the books I've done, I've done a book in like two months. Oh um, wow. It's probably not um, the best thing in the world to do because mm-hmm. I like to kind of spread it out and give it time, okay. give the development process time to breathe. Um, so I, I would say anywhere between four to eight months, sometimes a year, even depending on oh, okay. style of the book, how much, you know, some of the board books I've done are a lot, a lot quicker because uh, they're much simpler. So
2: nice. Yeah.
0: Okay, great. So yeah, I just wondering, because you're obviously working digital with your work. So what's mm-hmm. your program of, I guess, your the favorite program? Are you more of the Photoshop illustrator for your work?
1: Yeah, you know, it's funny, like, my first book I did, it was an independent book, Uh, a guy at my church hired me, Mm -hmm. um, I did that entirely in Illustrator, and, uh, that was, like, five years ago, and it took me forever to do, um, just because, like, that was my tool of choice back then, uh, especially with advertising and, you know, coming from that world, but now it's mostly Photoshop, um, doing a lot of stuff with Procreate on the iPad, um, so it kind of, it just kind of varies based on the project. I've done some of the, some of my smaller, like, stuff that I've done with Highlights Magazine. Uh I've done with, like, I've done on just Procreate. Yeah, Um, because it's, you know, it's simple. Um, I, I, you know, I can, I can utilize all the layers that it allows me to, and, and, uh, yeah, I just, you know, sit on my couch,
2: you know, Nice. drawing
1: Thanks. for supper, you know it's not a bad thing so no,
2: that's awesome
1: um, yeah but the books I do mainly mostly are photoshop these days okay.
0: and I was wondering do you think that it helps inform your um work because you you said you started out more in the graphics area and then you kind of migrated into illustration I would think that would be very helpful as far as working mm-hmm. um with children's books because of the publishing aspect of just the production side of it
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can kind of really see, you kind of have a really good idea of, like, where text should go, Mm -hmm. you know, how it should flow, the book design as a whole, Um, and things like end pages and things like that. You can really, like, look at it from, like, an art director's perspective or a designer's perspective. So, and I've I've even done some book layouts as well. Um, Both on the independent side. So, I, I, you know, yeah, so I don't do a lot of that much anymore. Mm -hmm. Mostly, you know, a designer will handle that, but I can really see that. Um, Yeah, I can really see that point of view.
2: Yeah.
0: And then I think it makes it pleasant for the art directors to work with you because if you under, you know, yes, I would think it would make it a plus. (laughs) And then plus you can kind of always like, I would think, especially for the cover design, um, I did do some small, uh, trade book illustrations, but this was like, um, 10 years ago when I was still freelancing, but it was like, I could kind of sneak in. Like I knew, like, I want the cover to kind of look this way. And so you kind (laughs) of, in ways you would do certain things to be like, well, that's gonna, push the direction the design direction in a certain way so without like really telling them well I want you to do it this way (laughs) even though I'm not the designer on this but yeah and then it feels like it's all your own I don't know that's what I loved about children's books
1: yeah I think that's yeah exactly I think that's what I really love um and lately I've been working on some of the books I've done, I've been able to do like my own type typography, oh, nice. which is really fun. It's a That's whole other awesome. element that I've never really thought about exploring but it's just something I do you know um, It just kind of comes you know so it's kind of it kind of brings the whole like brings the whole thing together you know in, in one hand so
0: because it feels um, very like unified. And so like when you do your um, birthday cards, are you doing the type by hand too on those?
1: Mostly, yeah. Um, Which is a good exercise in being able to just work really quick. And, um, and, uh, and I feel like it kind of creates this like very fresh, Mm -hmm. you know, honest approach to it that where if I had a lot more time, it might like lose some of that. So, so yeah.
0: Very nice. Oh, and um, i wanted to ask you about what the inspiration was for the birthday cards, because I did go to the site, but some of the uh, listeners may not be aware of it, that you kind of created this a movement about these birthday cards because of the quarantine. And I just thought it was such a a really thoughtful, touching, you know, thing to do for, for children and yeah. people all like, over.
1: Yeah, so basically, yeah, basically it's, it's we just create birthday cards for Kids and other people that are mm-hmm. celebrating um, their birthdays under quarantine. Um, I'm actually now going to probably start doing some like grad cards as well, graduation. Mm-hmm. You know, as as we're in graduation season. But um, but I mean, I guess the idea came when I um, yeah, I just turned forty <laughs> last month, and uh, so so celebrated in quarantine, and I don't know. It just got me thinking. One of the books that I just finished mm-hmm. up was a birthday book, so mm-hmm. I think the idea of birthdays was in my head, and yeah. I was having a birthday, and I, you know, and I was just like, oh, you know, put the two together, and, you know, and initially, I was like, I'm just gonna um, put it out there mm-hmm. on Instagram, what, you know, someone could DM me, say, hey, I'm having a birthday, or my son's having a birthday on this day, and I'll just do a card for them if I have time, and, um, and then my dad had a had the fun idea of getting me on the news here in Portland and oh. that kind of opened the floodgates. And so, um, uh, I hope it's, I hope it's okay. I'm going off on, on the whole story here, but oh no, it's, it's awesome! One. It's great. Yeah. I um, love it. so, yeah, so, so I was on the news, um, which was kind of cool, but all of a sudden the floodgates wow. opened, like I said, and, uh, probably got probably close to like 500 requests. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, so I, uh, I was like, oh great, what am I gonna do now? Um, so I put the word out on Instagram again to all the artists and uh, artists like you and artists from all over the world came, you know, answered the call. I'm like, we'd love to be a part of this. And so, um, and I, I think that's really cool. I think it's really been fun working with other artists and just seeing their enthusiasm, um, wanting to give back with this whole, you know, this whole world we're living in right now. You know, so, um, yeah, so that's kind of how that started, but, uh, I think yeah, so right. now we're just, now that it's a Facebook group and we're just having fun creating cards for people. And, you know, I'd like to, I'd like it to kind of become something of its own, mm-hmm. almost like an October type thing where I'm not really managing it anymore, mm-hmm. where it's just kind of happening. Um,
0: so I think it's great because I did a card for a friend's brother and he was turning 68 and I just asked her because he was like, he, he basically, he worked as a bagger part-time at the Kroger's and he's such a sweet man. He's a wonderful, I've known him for ages and he always put a smile on my face, but he couldn't go to work. And so all the things that he was used to doing, so he was stuck at home. He couldn't even have, you know, family and friends over and I did a birthday card for him and my friend showed it to him and she said she made this for you and he she said he started crying I was just like oh that's just so sweet I mean he just it meant so much so I think it's awesome that that. you.
1: you I love that story because yeah I mean one of the downsides with doing this on the internet is you don't really get to experience that feedback as well so it's really cool that you you got that um you know, you've got that feedback. So um yeah, I've been hearing stuff like that all over. Like, you know, I I think artists are just they're just getting a kick out of it. And they can, they'll post they'll post an image and then they'll message me like, Okay, give me another one, give me another one, give me another, give me five more, you know. And and uh so I I'm looking at my list and I'm I'm dishing them out as fast as I can and uh you know and and uh, then they come back for more and yeah, but uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, I've never done anything like this before, you know. But I think the time that we're in, it kind of requires something more of us mm-hmm. as illustrators, as people. So um, it's
0: interesting to see that your work has so much impact on just in a, you know, it doesn't always have to be something that I mean, it's great when you get a book that you've illustrated and you're holding in your hands, mm-hmm. but there, you know, I never really get to, I don't hear that often from the people who've read the book, you know, or, you know, that kind of thing. And to have it on such an immediate level of like, a lot of times it would be like a year later and I get a box of books that show up on my doorstep. So so this was really nice. It was just something to get that and that knowing that you made somebody's day a little bit better. And it's really, Yeah, I think that
1: feedback is always, is always um, valuable. You know, I've been, one of the things I've been doing, uh, I've been wanting to do this year, but can't is I want to do more trade shows and more, um, art shows, you know, just to get that feedback. You know, um, I've done a few, I've done a few in the past and seeing how people react to the work and what, what are people buying and things like that. I think it's so valuable to what you do as an artist and how you, you know, move and transition your work. And, um, and so I was like, oh, I'm going to do that for 2020. I'm going to do like all these shows and then COVID <laughs> happened. And so maybe this card thing is kind of like my response to kind of still try to get some of that, you know, feedback. Um, but still most, most importantly, I think just making people happy, you know, um, well, awesome. I, you know, I do, I really do believe in the value of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so this is kind of like my way, another way of just really showing that, just kind of for myself, almost mm-hmm. like, so I still believe it, you know, that what we do matters, um, you know, so.
0: And I, and I think the aspect of being a freelancer, especially because, especially this time, I mean, it's been nice that I have time to work on stuff, but it does get a very... You kind of feel like you live in a bubble. And so it is great to kind of get outside of that bubble and, and, uh, you know, share your work with other people. So I, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's definitely, it's, it's so easy just to, like, <laughs> you know, get stuck in your studio, just working, 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 and you forget it's for other people, you know. Awesome. Well,
0: I know that it will continue to be very successful and it was just a lot of fun to participate in that. And so I'm just glad I came. And I'm trying to remember, I think it just came across my Instagram or I was searching around and I was just looking at new stuff that, you know, and I think I came upon one of your illustrations. Oh, let me look at this. And then I was like, oh, this is so cool. So it just amazes me how Another part about the art stuff and social media is like you can connect somebody who's like I'm here in Savannah, Georgia, and you're all the way on the the side the west side of the United States, yeah. and that 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 brings um, some commonality that we're not also different
1: from each other. So it's great. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine going through this like 20 years ago or oh. 30 years ago, and. <laughs> you know, like, oh. I'd probably wear out all my VHSs If that <laughs> were the case, yeah. I like, I mean, I I don't know. Like, you know. So like just being able to communicate and connect with artists all over the world, I feel like it's just so valuable, and I just I just love it so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so you can get to do stuff like this. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, it, I don't know. Like,
2: oh yeah, I, I just still, I, I still think it's. Go
0: yeah. ahead. Oh no! I'm just saying it's been great, and I really appreciate you putting that out there. Thank you. So. Thank you. Oh, great! So the next thing I want to ask you is, who are some of the artists that inspire
2: your work or influence it? Um, I think
1: you know, all the way back from the beginning, mm-hmm. I think like. Bill Watterson and Charles Schultz, obviously they were like big influencers back in the day. Um, uh, Bill Davis, Garfield.
2: Oh yeah, I love his work.
1: Yeah, I mean, all those, you know, all those yeah. like, you know, early, you know, all those illustrators, you know, doing the cartoons back then. Um, you know, nowadays, you know, any, I'm really inspired I mean. by artists that are like, create making a business doing what they do mm. in several aspects. So it's not just the art that inspires me. It's what they're, how, what they're doing with it and how they're marketing themselves. Um, you know, like I really like, you know, like Luke flowers. I'm, I'm really, really love his work. Um, one illustrator. That's actually a really good friend of mine um, oh. that we, we uh, talk a lot, almost on like a bi-weekly basis is Josh Lewis. Mm. Um, have you heard of, if you've seen his work, he's, he's, he, he, I think he's gonna, he's ready to like break right. out. I mean, he's, he's done oh. some stuff. He's worked with Highlights Magazine. Yes. Um, he's got some other book deals going, but right. he's got this really interesting way of marketing himself that he's, right. doing. he's doing. He's creating these like mini, uh, mini stories, mini, right. I forget what they call, bite-sized books. Oh, and uh he's created like four or five of them really? and uh they're just it's so fascinating just yeah. watching him work and, and his how he how prolific he is in creating these because it's a side project and like really? creating a book is a big deal yeah. i mean it's, it's a lot of work yeah. so i can't imagine doing it as a side project yeah. and he's created like six of these yeah. and then he sends them out as marketing i know he's gotten some deals from them and he he gets interest he gets noticed by art directors and so he's i think he's it's been really inspiring watching him work um so
0: yeah i wrote him down i'll be looking at those it's just i've been um because the second time around i'm getting my mfa in illustration from the savannah college of art and design and probably one of the biggest things that i've i was a graphic designer and freelance illustrator about 10 years ago. So that it's been about an 11 year break from the business and yeah. it's changed dramatically. So like when I look at this industry I'm just like whoa. It has become there seems to be like it's very competitive but there's so many awesome opportunities. Like the amount, like YouTube was not around when I was like in my undergrad studying for illustration, and like I've learned so much from these illustrators who are just freely sharing their knowledge. And I was like, oh my goodness, I wish this had been around like ten years ago or you know fifteen years ago because this would have really pushed me into different areas that I didn't really see until now. I was like oh, these are kind of related, but I could really use these other markets to kind of, like, vary the work that I do, because, like, I really realized, like, I don't want to grind out, like, four or five children's books a year. You know, that's a lot for anybody. I just was like, it would be nice to balance it with, like, art licensing surface design this is all stuff that I was not aware of or I was like kind of but I wasn't sure how to get into it or all those years ago there just wasn't really a lot of information
1: kind of yeah that that's a that kind of sparks on something that I've really been feeling the last few years and I kind of address it in one of your questions that you asked later on but like it's um I think in order to really be have like a lucrative good career as an artist these days mm-hmm. is to kind of almost reframe how you think of what you do and maybe think of yourself as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You know, and not, I mean, mm-hmm. you don't have to think of yourself yeah. as Elon Musk, like <laughs> yeah. that. but like yeah. just have, and this is like the complete opposite of how I ever thought. Like mm-hmm. I've never thought of myself as like, someone who thinks this way entrepreneurially, but it kinda of takes I mean there like you said, there's so many opportunities these days, but like the old model of like, oh, I get hired by a client, mm-hmm. I do the work, I, I give the deliverable, you know, and then I get paid or I get paid down payment, you know, and then or like with books, you know, you get in advance and then you get royalties if it does well, um, it pays out and I feel like that like there's a limit to that mm-hmm. a lot like there's only so much work you can do in a day um in a year but like if you can think entrepreneurially there's ways where you can really like break the mold and i mean there's really no ceiling on how well you can do um so that's something that i've really been thinking about a lot like how to sh- really shift my business um because just the last 11 years ever since 2009 i I've been very focused. It's it's very almost just like freelance based, you know, client based work, and um, I feel like the next phase is like breaking that into like licensing, um, creating your own products, like business to consumer um, things like that, you know, and like you know, so I, I yeah, I think that's really um, the key to a successful well-rounded career that's also exciting you know
0: because yeah, um i've been binge listening to um their uh sbs learns the uh, school of visual storytelling um lee white will terry jake parker their podcast right and they have just been like i was just like wow i just was like i don't know and it it gets me excited working on personal projects There's, i always was like Like you said, you go to the next client, you go to the next client. And I never really made the room for personal projects because I was like, well, I should be getting paid. I just associated it. And it's like having this, just flipping the switch on the way you think about your work. And it has made such an improvement for even the stuff that I'm working on. Like for grad school, it's like most of the stuff I do the assignments that I'm required as a student but I'm just doing a ton of personal projects. And when I look at the personal project versus the stuff I'm turning in as assignments, like I'm way more passionate about the personal projects. I'm like, I'm excited to do this. I'm making time outside of yeah. my, my regular full-time job and my class assignments. I'm working on this. And it shows in the work. It looks it, to me, personally, it looks like oh, this is looking better. And people even tell me, like my friends are like, oh, your stuff is getting better. I was like, thank you. That's the whole point of me going to grad school and working on this and pushing myself to another level. So I completely agree with you about it. And it's just like, I don't know. I just like was fascinated by, and and the thing is my younger cohort of students in grad school, they naturally do this. It's so weird because I go like, oh, they are really young, but they're already in that mindset because I think because of how they've been inundated with maybe how they see things in social media or what they've been um, exposed to. They're just seeing it already as a business, as a art business, not so
1: much. Yeah. Like oh cool, but... yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I totally agree. That's personal projects. Like, um, I think my first, I can't remember which year it was, um, but my first year that I remember where most of my client work was illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, that year I don't think I did any personal work Mm -hmm. and by the end of the year I was like creatively dry and just I was like you know just dragging and so I started you know doing personal work again and um yeah and it kind of revived it basically revitalized everything everything I was doing um and then it kind of actually shapes steers your your what you're getting hired for too, right? Because cause the stuff mm-hmm. that, like you said, the stuff that you're doing personally is usually your best work. It's you put your soul into it and that's what people see. Um, so that's what you get hired for. But there's always this kind of lag, because right? you're always working on the next stuff and the next stuff. But um, yeah, so I totally agree with, it, with you on that. I think personal work is it's yeah and it's hard to like justify it, like you because, you know you you gotta pay the bills and you know you got a client project that's like, well, it's you know got an invoice for this, I'm getting paid for this, and um which obviously you do anyways, you're gonna do that work um but uh but it's hard to like you know i guess look at personal work as in a way client work in a way, like give it that importance. Yeah. So Yeah, and um
0: I had a comment about your licenses. I just really like it. It's so appealing. Like I saw that you had posted on Instagram some of the mock ups that you had done with some and I was like, Oh, these would be great in some little boys' room. I mean, like and the thing is because it's so cool that you have these this very recognizable children's book illustration style, you know, for me personally, like, well, I have a kid and anyways, when I was, he was younger, I would want to decorate things to match like his bedspread and then the wall art and the books, you know, it's just something that, and so I really could see the stuff that you're doing with the, um, the surface design stuff. And so have you, have you been, um, was that a personal project thing? Was that, or were you starting yeah, to get work in that area?
1: That's actually, it's, it's a personal endeavor for right now um that's kind of that's a uh, an example of like the of me in the past few years really wanting to like basically think entrepreneurially mm-hmm. um and uh i just knew that i need to do all these like basically really explore this licensing world um and i know so basically i just started creating all this artwork and i need to do a lot more of it um but uh i but when i Created it, I knew that even if a manufacturer doesn't purchase it right away, or there's something I could do with the artwork, I could, I could maybe like sell it myself, mm-hmm. or you know, do print-on-demand mm-hmm. stuff, or you know, which that's that's something that I'm also looking into now. But um, yeah, so I, that's kind of what I'm doing with that. It's 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 just figuring out how to move. My business into the next stage, um, you know, beyond just client work, yeah. and it can, and licensing can kind of be kind of a hybrid because you know that you know you might get hired to well I like this but yeah. can we change some of this here and there, or, or can we do something completely custom and it'll still be a licensing thing? But uh, yeah, but I have done some greeting card, you know, licensing. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. So that's so that's been good. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, thank you for
0: sharing that. I really appreciate because it, it's yeah. something that I would definitely, my thesis for grad school is going to be, and I don't know, I haven't gotten it approved yet, but I want to do uh, children's books, but I have been noticing, like, in some of the books that I've really enjoyed, um, and I don't know if it's a graphic designer or if it's the illustrator or it's a combination of both, but, like, the end pages, they'll usually take some of the elements of the illustration work and then create the end pages from a repeat pattern from that. And I really liked that. And then I was like, Mm -hmm. and then just thinking about when um, my son was much younger and I was like, decorate, I was like, I would totally be into like taking this. And like, I started looking at illustrators who were really good at doing some of that just branching out. And so like Holly Hobby was one that um, just from her books to her licensing stuff. And then there's a UK illustrator Mandy Sutcliffe, I just love, it's very appealing, it just reminds me of just, just you know, just really sweet childhood, and, and her stuff is on everything, and she has a very uh, yeah. amazing following of people who are very loyal and into that um, niche, and so I just was like, I wonder if I could do that for my thesis, <laughs> so I'm just kind of combining my interest in surface design, and it wasn't really until, like, I took this class, and my professor had worked in that field, and she assigned us in digital illustration class. You have to create a repeat pattern, do cell sheets, and all this stuff. And I was like, "This is so much fun! I really like this." It was like this weird combination yeah. of illustration and graphic design because
2: exactly, I, yeah, it's
0: just kind of this thing that like I was like, "I really like this," and it was like the puzzle pieces and trying to like get your motifs and all that together. I just yeah, but I yeah did, you really you know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I definitely see your licensing part. That could really take off. I think it would do really. It'd, it's a nice compliment. I just feel like with children's book and that. And um, because, yeah. And it's so, yeah, it was so darn cute. <laughs> it was like the ones for the the one you had with the, uh, the uh, I think it was, it was the sharks. I really like that one a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought yeah. that one was really Sharks, nicely yeah. done. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, yeah. Well, and also because I'm yeah. in the it like low country area area, it's like, we're like only, I don't know, like 15 minutes from the beach. That's like, it just feels like that would be something you could see in
1: somebody's Yeah. Very co- coastal. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's another thing that it's fun doing this, that like breaking into a new, um, you know, a new industry or a new endeavor uh, with your career. It's like, there's all these new things that you have to learn. And it, and it kind of makes me feel like that enthusiasm that I had at the very beginning of my career, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like there's, there's always these, like, it's good to have these steps or these like, okay, now what's next? What's next? Mm-hmm. And like, like you said, with, the, with licensing or like, you know, making stuff for like, commercial use it takes a different thought process like you said you almost have to think like a designer and an illustrator um and marry those two and like what will a kid like what what colors what color palettes are they you know into these days you know so you look in the trends and you know what trend what's trending right now um and then what's you know then you use that to inform what mock-ups you use um you know so like sharks like you said like know, be like kids love sharks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, boys, they love, you know, that's always like a, a good subject matter. So like how can I uniquely do that that's unique to me? Um so that, that's what's fun about it. And that's what's fun really about being um you know having your own business. I I keep wanting to say freelancer, but I feel yeah. like freelancer is too limiting as yeah. a word. Um but just having your own business where you can explore these different avenues. You know, um, you know, when one thing kind of like grew either stale or maybe you've mastered mm-hmm. it in a way that you can kind of move on to this something else and see how that how that goes. Um, That's awesome.
0: Well, I was wondering, is there any current um, projects that you're working on that you could talk to us about?
1: Um, well, see, I'm working on a couple. I'm just finishing up a book. I'm actually working on two books. One of them oh, I'm just finishing up. Really, Probably really can't talk about either one oh, of them, unfortunately, okay. but, uh, <laughs> it's all right. but I am working on a couple books that I'm excited about, um, uh, and then I'm, you know, still working on like the the Bring the Joy cards is what we're calling the birthday cards, initiative. I can't remember if we mentioned that or not, oh. um, so that's, that's taking up some time, um, you know, and and then um, we're doing some other personal stuff, oh, kind of nice. related to kind of what we're talking about. So I'll probably wait to actually announce anything like that probably a little later. But, oh, okay. um, gotcha. but yeah, so I'm, I, you know, I think and I'm, I've been fortunate enough during this whole thing that I still have pain work. You know, I'm awesome. still pretty busy. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what I'm doing now.
2: It's
0: interesting the um established illustrators I've talked to they're all really they're just busy. They're just like nothing has really changed per se from their day-to-day work. They're like I I'm <laughs> so busy. I'm like kind of booked out to like here and it was like so it's been I mean it makes me like hopeful because like if I can you know get it established and get my work going in the direction I want. I mean so, and, uh, and this is all helpful because like, I, this was something, um, I wanted to try doing this podcast because, um, well, it was really started out with my high school students. I teach high school art and they okay, cool. wanted to like, Oh, well I said, well, would you, you know, they were like, well we could do a podcast They so we were interested. Cause I'd heard they were getting popular. And so I did a podcast with them and then I was like, you know what, why don't I try doing this for myself? You know, I find that it's kind of isolating being an artist and, um, teaching full time. It just takes a lot of time. And so, um, I was just like, it's really informative to hear what illustrators are doing. Everybody tries different things and different things stick for different people, but it's nice if you were even just kind of aware what the options are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think there's this, there's always this kind of like Mm -hmm. doom and gloom, Ever since I've been a professional illustrator designer, even back when I was in college, uh, I went to college for graphic design. um, And we graduated in 2002. It was right after 9-11. And uh, a lot of the designers were scared. And I mean, we were like, we were just ready to graduate. It was like just a few months after 9-11. The economy was just like crapping. And we're like, what are we going to do? You know? And, and I had a design professor. She's like, well, you know, a lot of times, times like this design jobs are the first to go, but they're the first to come back. Um, you know, so that, that gave me hope. And then, um, and I just, I, I found that like, if you just like work hard and work Mm -hmm. smart and, you know yeah times might get tough but you know you, you you talk you continue talking with people um you lean into relationships you really you lean into like just giving back which is one of the one another reasons why i did the greeting card stuff is just just needed to just like you know forget about fear and just give back and i feel like you know you, you know you, you'll be okay i mean it, it, it's gonna be hard
2: right. but you
1: know but i feel like lot of projects that happen for illustrators they're long-term projects so they aren't going to be shelved right away just because we have a few bad months you know so that's so that's always encouraging but
0: uh
2: that's great yeah.
0: yeah it keeps me hopeful because i i'm fairly optimistic i think that eventually things maybe they won't exactly be our usual normal we're used to but i think things will resume like Things have to continue on because, you know, it's just, that's the way of things. So they've had epidemics and pandemics before. So we got through them. So, and maybe it was a while ago, but it's like the world keeps churning and going.
1: Well, I I just, there's, I I mean, what excites me is this, the forced ingenuity that a lot of people are having to go through right now. And I'm really wondering excited about how that's going to play out once Mm -hmm. we kind of get back to normal i feel like a lot of things won't be the same Mm -hmm. but almost a lot of things will be better Mm -hmm. in a way or a lot of innovations will come from this Mm. a lot of which is what which also gives me hope that as an illustrator as a creative there's gonna be all there's gonna be opportunities that just keep popping up and so yeah so yeah companies might fold um People might lose their jobs, unfortunately, but other people are going to start new companies, new restaurants are going to start. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got this magical thing called the internet, like I yeah. said, and yeah. it's just so easy to like start a business in like an afternoon these days, yeah. you know? Um, so we haven't really had that in the past. And mm-hmm. So I think that's going to really play into things. Um, so I, I'm, I'm excited to see how things happen, you know, despite, you know, you know, all the, all the bad stuff that's happening, and unfortunately, you
0: know, but. So, that, yeah, and I really do, I'm, I'm fairly optimistic, because I go, like, oh, there things have happened before, and I think that's the nature of human spirit, I always think about, like, when, uh, you know, everybody, you know, when the cards are down, and things are rough, but, you know, humanity finds a way to kind of, like, you know, find the best, oh, you know, that's why I like to think of it, the positive sides of it. I, I, <laughs> so, I
2: think that, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, So, I think that,
1: too. So.
0: so, I want to ask you, so what's your most indispensable item in your studio? You just can't live without.
1: Hmm. I was thinking about this one, <laughs> and I was trying to think of something that was, like, really profound.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you know, some, like, simple item that costs maybe $5, but mm-hmm. like, but, I mean, uh, these days it's my iPad, mm. um, my iPad Pro with the Apple Pencil, um, that combo. I mean, it's, I'm able to, like, basically with it, I'm able to work, like, anywhere around the world, which is these days my couch.
2: <laughs> um,
1: you know, so, uh, yeah, I think right now it's that. Um
2: That's cool. What year now? A
1: few months ago. is yeah, yeah. Pardon?
2: Oh, go ahead.
0: A few months ago, it was what?
1: A few few months ago, probably would have been my Cintiq. Oh, um,
0: okay.
2: Gotcha.
1: Yeah, uh, and I still love my Cintiq. Mm-hmm. Um, I use that for my big stuff, mm-hmm. stuff that I need to use Photoshop for. So I don't know. It's hard to like quantify those two, but um, you know, I think if I only had to do one, I'd probably use the iPad just because mm-hmm. I could still plug that into my computer and use it as as a Cintiq-like, you know, thing, but, you know, I know some people will probably say, well, sketchbooks, or like this, or that. <laughs> but, oh, I don't
2: know. Well, you know, you're not the I only mean,
0: one to mention the iPad, because uh, one of the um, Surface designers, um, she's a freelance illustrator, Surface designer, she's based out of Texas, and she said, it's the iPad and my Apple Pencil, because <laughs> she, she likes to yeah. travel, and she was just like, and then she'd been using AstroPad, she was telling me, and she just yeah. now just does it right through there. Um, but she still has her Cintiq, but she says on the go, she's like her iPad has been just invaluable. And so she's been doing Yeah, I,
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: You, you, know, you hook that up to like a MacBook or yeah. something and, you know, and, and you've got a mobile studio. Um, and like with Surface, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a lot of Surface designers they just work right and appropriate on, um, you know, especially if you're going to use like flour for like mm-hmm. testing and things like that, or, you know, I mean, yeah. So I would have to say my iPad kind of paid for itself in like two seconds. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: so I know you kind of touched on it a little bit maybe in our conversation, but if you could go in a time machine back to your younger self um, what would be the advice you would give yourself as, be- you know, becoming a, um, art business?
1: I think it would be, yeah, kind of, I'll re- reiterate, think entrepreneurially. And I think yeah. I heard this and yeah. I just didn't like take it in, mm-hmm. but, you know, cause it was just so the opposite of what I was. Um, but I think the more you can think like creatively, entrepreneurially, like, you know, and I'll give you an example. Like, say, I've always had an idea. I've never really acted on it. I uh, haven't had a chance. But, like, let's say, take veterinarians. Mm-hmm. I once got a um got a postcard in the mail for a dog. He was um due for his baby's vaccine. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the most boring postcard. I had a little picture of a little dog. But it was like, first of all, when you get a postcard like that, yeah, there's a little bit of like um, anxiety just because oh I gotta go spend the money gotta yeah. take them in gotta make an appointment do that and then the postcard was very bored um so it gave me the idea like what if like you create like this so this is a free idea for anybody who wants to take <laughs> you know um, so just so you could roll with this in fact I think multiple people can use this idea um, you you basically create a line of Artwork to sell directly to veterinarians for like you can create postcards for vet reminders, you can create wall art, you can create all this stuff around this industry. So that's what I think. About, that's what I mean by like thinking entrepreneurially. You're not. It's not just like oh, I'll, I'll create prints and put them on a Etsy store, or I'll do this for that. It's like what, what what problem are you solving in the market, and what's and what skills do you have that really apply to that? You know, um, so that's what I think I would probably tell my past self. Um,
0: That's a great idea, because I think nowadays there is um, the technology that we use to make the digital illustrations, it's become so much more reasonable. Like, it -hmm. is just so much more affordable than when I was in college And it's just, yeah, so getting the time and learning it and getting proficient and then just, because that's one of the things, I think there's always this fear, like when I was younger, a lot of it was like, just getting hung up with the idea of, what if they say no? I just, sometimes we just get so hung up on the no, but it was like, you never asked, so you never heard the no. (laughs) So if you don't go and do, which I love about um, Jake Parker's uh, YouTube channel, he always like, finished but not perfect so if you just finish it and then you put it out there the worst that people will say is no and you know and that's one of the things and that's been great about the podcast like there are people I ask they just tell me no and it's like okay I get it and then I move on (laughs) and then there's some people who will you know will really like oh sure I would love to talk and and so it's something that it kind of built up my sense of like yeah, no's happen and this it happens to everybody. There's nothing you yeah, know yeah. to it. You just you get over the no and you try and you you see what happens. So yeah, so Yeah,
1: when I was when I was in college, I I um sold books, educational books door to door um in Texas and Massachusetts. It wow. was the craziest thing and I'll tell you that got me over my fear of nose <laughs> in like 2 seconds. Wow, <laughs> I, I probably had about a hundred people every day telling me no no, or slamming the door in my face, you know?
0: And it it's something so. that I feel like they don't, it's hard to teach that in school. And I feel like, because I went to like my undergrad, there were some illustrators who were very talented and I feel like some of them, because it's like, if you don't really understand like that it is a business and all businesses run into some yeses and some noes, and that, um, and it makes it easier, but it's one of those things. I feel like you just have to experience it to really then get it under your belt, and then you you move on. And it makes it so yeah, much easier. Yeah,
1: you, you really can't teach. I you know I think also great, great exercise is just these cards have been really yeah. good exercise for that. Just um, posting them, you know, several times a week, and and really getting that rhythm. Mm-hmm. Because like when you post, you also have that fear that anybody who doesn't like it is saying no or mm-hmm. that, that that kind of that, that rejection mm-hmm. that we all kind of face especially as as artists you know we're, we're putting our heart and soul into something and then you put it on the internet or you market it you it, it, it is you do kind of can take those things um, personally so just getting in the habit mm-hmm. of posting at a very routine interval you know really helps get get over that I think Nice. Yes. you know so
0: the last question I have, it's one of those deep questions. So at the end of your life, you've made all the art you've wanted and you've lived a full life. If there could be nothing left behind of your existence, but a note you've written with three final
1: truths, what would those truths be?
2: Oh, yeah, this is,
1: I thought about this one. Um, I think the first one, um, we kind of talked a little bit about it, but like, i th- I feel like you look throughout history i think goodness will always win um no matter what i feel like goodness always whether it feels like it's really like in the moment kind of down and out i feel like goodness if you look throughout history it always seems to win um second one is there will always be illustration (laughs) works uh go to a grocery store and just look at all the illustration that's in a grocery store and you'll be reminded of that. Um, and the third, maybe the most important, um, the best snack in the world are sweet potato fries. Wow. So you could, you could take that. And if, yeah. I've got a great sweet potato fry recipe oh, if you want nice. it. I can post it on my blog. But, oh, uh, nice i'll have to check that out um, yeah it's i i haven't posted it yet but if you want it i will consider it oh definitely Um, and uh probably the most important
0: nice good snaps nice well josh thank you so much for being on the podcast and i appreciate you sharing all your knowledge um everybody this is um my creative life thanks for listening